Megillah, Perk Aleph, Mishnah Base 1-2. This Mishnah is a straight, direct continuation of the previous Mishnah. It starts with the word Ketzad, which means how do we go about implementing what we said in the previous Mishnah. Now, the principle of the Mishnah is very straightforward. There are great many words um, and like details that obfuscate the matter, but this, the point is very straightforward, which is, under normal circumstances, we'll ignore if Shabbos gets in the way, that's a side point. Under normal circumstances, the people who live in Cities that are walled cities from the time of Joshua, that are, that's called a krach, mukaf choma, a large city that's surrounded by a wall. They read on the 15th and observe all of their mitzvahs on the 15th from Purim. People who live in cities that aren't surrounded by walls from the time of Joshua do it on the 14th. Then we just said that the people who live in the, in the villages, the kfar, the kfarim, those villagers are allowed to read it earlier and observe, um, Certain things will say, oh, I guess I'll tell you now. They can re- they read their Megillah earlier um, if they happen to be in the city on the Monday or the Wednesday, excuse me, the Monday or the Thursday, Yom Sheni Nom Chamishi, prior to the 14th, which could be pushed back as early as the 11th, as we said in the previous mission, as we'll illustrate in this mission here. So in such a scenario, just to speak it out here, they would go on the morning of the Monday or Thursday, even though it's not yet the 14th yet, could be as early as the 11th, they'll read the Megillah that morning. They won't have read the Megillah the night before because we don't obligate them to come in also the night before. That's because the Ikra, the primary reading of the Megillah is on the morning, the day of. Um, and they will also give their Matanos Levionim, the gifts of the poor that are the mitzvah of Purim, on the same day they hear the Megillah. This is because once the Aniyam hear about these Pesukim, they get excited and they don't want to wait. We want to make them wait. Um, as far as um, the Sa'uda, however, and the joyous part of the day, which includes... Mishloach Manos, Ishtarehu, giving gifts of food to your friends. That all happens on the 14th itself, even though you read the Megillah earlier. Okay? That's the point of the mission. Now we're just going to go through the calendar. The basis is, you know, the 14th can fall in one of seven possible days, Sunday through Shabbos. Um, and we're going to discuss how it plays out with each of them. If you want to actually follow the mission carefully and clearly, um, beyond what I just said to you, you have to get a little calendar in front of you. Just get a, a calendar, even if, if it's not a Jewish calendar, just a secular calendar, um, and just look for any month where the 14th of that month, pretend it's the month of Adar, doesn't matter what month it actually is, um, falls out on the given day that the Mishnah goes through all seven cases, and then you can just see, oh, I'll show you now, for example, it says, Chal Yom Arba Asar if the 14th falls out on a Yom Sheni, meaning a, a Monday. So just find a calendar that shows the 14th falling out on a Monday, and you can follow along. The point is, since it's the 14th, and anyways, the people from the Kfar are coming in, they'll be there anyway. So then everyone, as the Mishnah says, Kfarim, Vairos, Kodolos, the people from the villages, as well as from the, the cities that aren't walled, Korin, Bobayom, they read on that day. They read on the 14th, that's the 14th. No reason to read it earlier, because they're going to be there anyways. The villages will be in, anyways in the city on the 14th. Umbukafas Choma, as for the walled city residents, Lamacha, they read the next day on the 15th, meaning on the Yom Shlishi, the Tuesday. That's the first. Chalios Bishlishi Oberavi. If the 14th falls out on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, so then those aren't Yemei Knisa, those aren't days where the villagers will come in, and therefore they can read it earlier on the preceding Monday. As the Mishnah says, Kfarim Makdimen Leyom HaKnisa. The Kfarim residents, the villagers will read it on the day they come in, meaning if the 14th came out to be on a Tuesday, they'll read it on the 13th, the Monday. If the 14th came out to be on a Wednesday, they read it on the 12th, the Monday. Vayaros Kodolos, Korin Bobo Yom. Again, the city residents read on the 14th. 
and the people of the walled cities read on the 15th. If the 14th of Adar falls out on a Thursday, which is Yom HaKnisa, so then, the, like the, straightforwardly, the villagers will read on that day, the 14th, which is the Thursday, because they're coming anyways. Same goes for the residents of the cities. And, the people who live in the walled cities will read on the Friday morning. Chalios Erev Shabbos. Now, if the 14th falls out on a Friday, a little more complicated, the villagers will read on the previous Thursday, since they're coming anyways, meaning the 14th is a Friday, so the 13th is the Thursday, so meaning that the villagers read on the Thursday, the 13th. And both the city residents and the wall city residents both will read on the 14th that Friday. The reason why the residents of the walled cities read on the 14th in this scenario is because we don't want them reading the Megillah on the 15th because we're concerned someone won't know how to read a Megillah. He has an obligation to do so. And therefore he'll carry the Megillah through the Rosh Hashanah in the public domain to have someone read it to him um, or show him how to read it. And that means he could transfer, do the Isra Doraisa of Hodzav transferring on Shabbos. And similar to the way we don't have shaking a lulav or blowing of shofar on Shabbos for the same concern, basically, so so too no Megillah on Shabbos. And therefore, the residents of the walled cities will read it on the Friday, the 14th, before Shabbos. Now, what about the other mitzvahs? If they're the 15th, the, the, their Shushan Purim falls out on Shabbos, so what do they do? So, as far as the Sa'uda goes, the meal, there's a machlokas Rishonim. Some Rishonim say, like the Rajman the Ritva, that it should be done on Shabbos. They should have the suda on Shabbos, because that's the, that's the Shabbos, the 15th. Um, and it's the 15th of the Shabbos, same day. Others, however, reject that, not because they were concerned of getting drunk on Shabbos. That is not the point at all, but rather because there's a Pasuk which says, Lasso, so some you may mishto v'simcha, you'll make those days days for feasts and rejoicing. And the concern is the feast has to be motivated and the impetus for the feast has to be because of the mitzvah of Sudas Purim. But since you have a mitzvah to eat a Suda anyways on Shabbos, it will be like a Shabbos slash Purim Suda, not a Purim Suda, and that's unacceptable to as many, and therefore we, they would push it off until the Suda off, until the next day, the Sunday, meaning the 16th of Adar. As far as um, the Matanos of Yonam, that would be done definitely on the Friday, like we said before, the same day it's reading. As far as the matana, as the as far as the um, as the excuse me, as the uh, mishloch manos, there's actually a three machlokas. If they should do it on the day of the reading, on the Shabbos, or the day after the Suda, um, the universal minog in Yerushalayim, which is pretty much where it extends to, um, is that people do what's called a Purim mishulash, a three-day Purim. It schleps out over three days, meaning on the Friday the 14th, they will read the Megillah and give Matanos Sevionim. On the Shabbos, um, they'll read the the Torah readings of Yavoh Malik and the Haftorah. And then on the Sunday the 16th, they'll have their Suda and do the Mishloch Manos. That's how it's, how it's observed the Maisa. Okay. Um, the Mishnah wrapping up says, Chalios B'Shabbos. If the 14th is a Shabbos, so now the same rationale would apply to the villagers and the city dwellers. They can't read on Shabbos, and therefore, both 
the the uh, villagers and the city residents will read now on the Thursday, pushing it earlier um, when they do their reading. The rationale for the city dwellers reading earlier instead of on the on the Friday morning, as they could, is because we're concerned things running into Shabbos. And anyways, the day before, they have to read Megillah for the villagers. So therefore, they read it on the Thursday with the villagers, sort of uh, also... Um, preempting any potential problem of, of Shabbos running to Shabbos. And the Mukafas Choma, Lamachar, the since the fra- Shabbos is the 14th, Sunday, the following day is the 15th, and that's the day that the walled city residents will read it. Chalios Achad B'Shabbos, Achar, excuse me, Chalios Achar Shabbos. If the 14th of other falls out on the day after Shabbos, Yom Rishon, a Sunday, so that's the 14th. So now, this is going to be the case, and the only case where we said in the previous mission that they could read it as early as the 11th. Here's how that's going to work. Because Kfar Magdim Liyom Knisa, the villages will read on the day they came in. Now, 14th is a Sunday. That means that the 13th was a Shabbos. That means the 12th was a Friday, which means the first Yom Knisa is the day before, which is the 11th, the Thursday. So that's the scenario where the villages will read on the on the 11th, which is Yom Knisa, the earliest, the closest Yom Knisa, the Thursday before. Vayaros Gadolos Korn Bovayom, the residents of the big cities will read on that day, meaning the 14th, the Sunday, Umukafas Chomulamachar, and the people living in the walled cities um, from the time of Joshua will read on the next day, the Monday.